Mark Otieno Adiambo is a Kenyan world-class track athlete. As a professional athlete, a national champion, and ranked as one of the fastest people not only in Kenya, but in the world, he has a relationship with God and Jesus Christ that is inspiring and firm. Throughout our conversation today, we talk about a lot of things that will make you think about, first off, God's love and his faith and how he continues to be to be with Mark, even through difficult circumstances. Uh, and throughout the entire conversation, I could see how Mark just lives out the gospel throughout everything that he faces, even in track. Uh, it was so inspiring to talk with him, and I, I cannot wait uh, for you to listen to this one. But first off, make sure to subscribe to the show and go check out our social media pages on Instagram, X now, which is I don't know, weird, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, but for now, let's get into it today with Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today we get to talk to Mark Otieno Ariambo. Mark, thank you so much for coming on today, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for, for the invite of the podcast, and thank you for thinking of me as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I know we've connected on social media a little bit. You know, you are a world-class athlete, a world-class track athlete, so it's really an honor to have you on today. Um, and right off the bat, I wanted to ask you, what's your background with athletics and as a Christian in sports? Uh, my background as an athletics is that um, I've achieved um, by going to world championships. I've been into the Olympics, stepped into the land, but I didn't compete. Um, I'm a silver medalist in world relays, and also I'm a semi-finalist in all African games and um, African championships as well. And also my background as a Christian, um, I gave my life to Christ. That was way back a long time ago. Yeah, so my journey with Christ has been really, really tremendous. It, uh, it has been so awesome. How have you uh, been able to um, keep Christ at the center of your life and at the center uh, of your sports career? I think the, the things by doing things, being integrous, um, by being faithful um, in ministry, by doing my daily devotions, and, uh, you know, by also treating my wife. Marriage also has made me, has made Christ at the center of mm. it as well. So, and also I'm leading a group of men, both um, high school and also guys who are in the university as well. So these are things that have made me keep Christ also at the center mm. of it. When did you, when did you understand, like, when did you first initially understand that Christ has to be at the center? I did this, um, it took me back to 2016. Um, this was the year that I was trying to qualify for the Olympics in Rio. So, when we, when we were in a certain group, because it made me realize that um, I was putting athletics more than putting Christ. And it made me feel like I was so depressed. It made me feel like um, I'm putting athletics like as a God, you know, while I'm trying to compete, I'm trying to achieve a certain goals, but things weren't adding up. So it was quite difficult. And um, I remember that year um, we were doing the trials. And actually, well, it was on the starting block. I, I felt like I had some few, I, I felt like, not even I felt, I had cramps on my calves. So I remember telling God, hey, okay, um, at this point, let me just reach at the fine, let me just reach at the finish line. And after that, let's see how things will go. So 
uh, I remember coming second. I didn't uh, make the cash to the Olympics. And I remember going um, behind the stadium and I cried. And I remember telling God, um, now going forward, I think that um, it's a high time that I, I, I start pursuing who you really are and, you know, putting athletics at least behind and seeing how much I can achieve while I'm putting you in front. So until up to date, uh, he hasn't disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's absolutely, that's absolutely right. And I think that's so important for, for athletes. Uh, and I think you found that out through athletics, yeah. uh, that Christ has to be at the center. Mm. And as, as you are from Kenya, how, how is the sports culture in Kenya and how, how has that shaped the athlete that you are today? Because I'm sure that plays a lot into, you know, your pride in your culture and in your country too. Yeah. Um, it has made me rely on Christ more uh, this, uh, this, uh, at this stage. And because when you come with a place of luck, it has made me realize to depend on Christ more, you know, because there are things where you will realize that um, man can reach, but there are places where God can open doors where man cannot, um, cannot, cannot, cannot open. So it has this sporting culture here it's that um we are, we are we are not financially stable it's where we we have where I'm, where i've reached is that um i do pray a lot and i ask god for more open doors and with this sporting culture where um you have to attain a certain standard so that you get sponsored you know but where i've reached with all the able steps that i've reached i've made I've seen God open doors for me, even though I haven't performed in an elite way, like in terms of running sub tens, winning gold medals, but still I've seen God come through. Yeah. What what kind of doors has he opened for you? Um. Well, I would say it was difficult because for me and my wife, my wife, she's also an upcoming athlete. And um, yeah, and the salary that, we, that I normally get, because I'm the one who's working, because I do work at... It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an email company. Uh, we do normally deliver mails. We do deliver um, goods from one county to another. It's called Posta Kenya. So I do work, and at the same time, I'm an athlete. So the salary that I normally get can't sustain both of us, you know. And um, we need extra. And I also always tell guys because if you want to enter sprint, sprint is very expensive because you have to invest in a lot, like more than let me say $5,000 as you go up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, by opening, by open doors, and you, you reach a place where we have to, like, we, you know, the salary that I get, we have to pay rent. We still have to tithe. And, you know, you still have to pay gym, um, access to gym, access to track, um, traveling from home to, you know, to track. We, at least we don't have a car yet. But um, it reached a point where we, we, we spoke to one of, the owner of our gym gym where we normally go and she said that you guys are elite athletes you can be entering the gym for free so we've been entering the gym for one year full without paying and i've seen god opening doors in terms of um trying to attain some certain standards like olympic the olympic standard like the 1005 was quite a big like, like quite a huge stone to, to, to achieve here in Kenya because when you run something like yeah 1005 it's something that 
you, you're opening doors for other people. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. And um, I remember that year I prayed about it and I was like, God, if I, if I know if I want to go for the Olympics, I really have to, you know, do, do work. I, I need to work hard. I need to achieve. I need to run. I need to run more races. And funny enough, that year I, I didn't have any. I didn't have any manager. My wife was the one who was um, working on getting some few races here and there. And the good thing is, all the racing organizers were accepting us. So at least we got an opportunity to fly around to go and look for that qualification. And God opened another massive door that I qualified at the very last minute right here at home. Wow, that's so amazing! And you mentioned you've mentioned your wife a couple of times. How is that relationship as you are both elite athletes? And I know my wife and I played uh, sports in college or at university. How is that? The good thing is that we 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 are doing something that at least both of us we love. We both serve in the same ministry, and it's a high school ministry. We both serve in church, and at least we we have something that we both of us have in common. So for both of us, um, since we are doing athletics, we've been helping each other, we've been correcting each other, and you know my coach is in the is in the is in South Africa, and we are both here, so we both train online, and so she's my greatest critique of all time. <laughs> yeah, so she's my favorite as in, um she's my favorite supporter. Yeah, that's awesome. That is that I'm sure that's so helpful for you as well because. Even though you know you have that support system, she still pushes you. She still m- makes you the athlete that you are. Oh uh, yes, she does. Yeah. When I run slow, she's like, "These are not the times that you're not supposed to be bringing today." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. And Mark, for you, how did you land on track and field? Because I know uh, in Kenya there are definitely other sports that you could have chosen. Why? Why track and field? Well, um, for track and field is that uh, I used to do football while I was in high school, mm-hmm. and um, I I did I did um, soccer and athletics, but my passion was more in athletics. So when I reached um, when I, when I reached, you know, I realized that um, track and field is an individual sport, and my passion was more in athletics. So that's when I realized that you know, um, I told God that this one talent that you gave me and I want to glorify you with it. That was in 2014. And that's how I started with athletics. And back in in high school, I used to win some few small, small major championships here. And my dad also was a track athlete. So I think that's something that I also inherited from him. And um, I didn't manage to step into college because um, I struggled with dyslexia. So I believe it's something that in the States that's also there. But um, it's something that I realized that, you know, going into university, that's, um, I don't know what I'm going to study, you know. So it's athletics that's something that I realized that it's going to bring food on the table. So it's something that I've been pursuing for the past more than five years. Yeah. You know, I think you just mentioned it. Track is an uh, individualistic sport. How how do you make other how do you make other teammates that you are around how do you make them better by being around them? You know, especially when we've been told, like you know, like when when you grow cl- closer to Christ and realize um, how Christ was with his people around them, so he never 
boasted that you you know i'm the son of god and you know um i do have powers and all stuff but um when i'm with other athletes i make them feel like um we are all together you know i make them feel loved i make them feel like um they are cared and i realize that athletes here in kenya they do have needs and some of them if if, if somebody do um needs in terms of um running shoes and if i have extra pairs you know i lend some if it's some kids i do help some you know and there are some people where i reach out to christ and i pray for their needs that they are looking for some i do invite to church and some some of them you know they show up and at least they may at least when i'm around them i don't make them feel like um i'm better than them and it's just like the other way around as as you're doing like it's the other way around so i'm there to serve them more than them to serve me yeah, I think while you do that, you are reflecting Jesus because, you know, in his in his ministry, in his ministry and time on earth, he was a servant, even though he, like you just said, he had so many, so much power and he hardly ever had to use it except for like healing people. So that's really cool. Mark, a lot of athletes struggle with playing for themselves and seeking, you know, individual glory rather than, you know, showing God through that. How do you personally remember that you you ultimately compete for a higher purpose? Um, well, I think it's the same thing that uh, when I went back to 2016, where I decided that, you know, that I'll please God and not to have pressure by competing for myself and how I was made to compete, you know, just even to beat others. I think um, at this point is where that um, I realized that I'm, I'm called for a higher purpose. You know, I'm called to you know reach out to other uh, to reach out to people to reach out to the lost. So I remember that's what, when I brought that story from 2016. It was quite depressing because I remember that was my toughest year because I was trying to please people rather than please God. So I think I reached a place where you know where um, I realized that who I am in Christ that I'm called for a higher purpose. So that's when uh, I narrowed things down by by pleasing God, and it gave me a lot of peace. Yeah, that that does bring a lot of peace because you know even when you do mess up, uh, it's not the end of the world. It, you're still a child of God. How do you stay mentally and physically and spiritually in shape? Because as a track athlete, you have to have all three of those things in line, I'm sure, and as just as any athlete too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say for mentally is. Um, having life outside track by spending time with my wife, you know, washing dishes. I do love washing dishes. It's like uh, something so therapeutic to me. <laughs> but I do listen to, uh, I do listen to music, playing games, um, things that keep my mind out of track. And for physically, I maintain a healthy diet, ensure that uh, I don't miss out um, I don't miss out on training and visiting my physiotherapist most of the time regularly so that you know at least i keep my body up in check spiritually i regular um i always read my bible um every day i do rema just to get you know to hear what god is saying especially in the time and season that i'm in and i'm involved in church activities so that and having circle of good friends that keep me spiritually um in check and spiritually active as well between mentally and physically and spiritually is there one that is more difficult than the other for you uh, yes, I'll say physically, because coming from a place of lack of finance and funds, 
you know, training and buying food, that's one thing that I'll say that it's quite challenging. Because, wow. you know, there are times, yeah, there are times where um, we, we try and see the budgets that we have, especially what can sustain us between the month by buying food or even going for training. Sometimes we miss training as long as we have food around. And of course, I do notify my coach and um, he always say that if we, if, if we can't, like if you miss a day of training, it's okay. Like we'll always catch up somewhere going forward. So it's something that he understands. And uh, yeah, physically, it's something that has been quite challenging for me for the past, I'll say, few years. Yeah, because I'm not a sponsored athlete, well-sponsored athlete. So it's something that has been very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it sounds uh, scary too sometimes when you don't, when you can't, you know, you don't know maybe where your, uh, the food's going to come from or if you're going to be able to train, which is, that's, that's a hard, hard thing to decide. I'm sure as an athlete. Yeah, true. And it's quite difficult as well. Yeah. Cause it mess up with you mentally sometimes, but all in all, at least if you're, unsh- if you're, sh- if you, if you are sure that, you know, at least you'll match up with what you're doing, especially in training and not to worry ah, everything is okay yeah yeah that's and the reliance on god too through that i'm sure is very helpful mark the last question i had for you this kind of just wraps everything up especially for you as a professional athlete is it more difficult to spread the gospel uh because of that that title as a professional athlete um i'll say no it's not because um people are drawn to me because of um, performance Mm. and they want to find out how i do perform so the way i do and yeah and also um the opportunities it's also an opportunity for me to share um the gospel as well because you know we are called to be the light of the world and to spread the gospel and these are things where you know people are like how um how are you performing especially when things are thick you know things might think people might think like maybe you're using something but i always tell them no yeah so and especially right here um there are athletes who are discouraged especially with their performance um they've given their all by training you know showing up early every day and then at the end of the season they still don't attend the cut or to even to make a team so at that point i normally so people who always come be like you know of course congratulations that of course um you've made the team and you know i always tell them back like hey there's always a next time and i always use that opportunity you know to share christ and just to see their heart where they are you know it's it's difficult over here because some people they tend to feel like they want to give up at the moment but I always tell them to never give up and, you know, to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, that every God, God has a plan and a purpose for you. And, and it's also an opportunity to see if they are charged or they are unchurched. So I also invite them to ours. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so respectable, Mark. I, I'm really glad that you shared that because that's really awesome. And as a professional athlete, you have so many eyes on you all the time. And I really, I think that's really really cool that you you see that and you see that as an opportunity to witness to others that's really awesome yeah and also i think it's a um the good thing is that how you display your life out there is um you're not hiding like you're not hiding the name of christ somewhere so that people just know like you're just an ordinary athlete you know and um when you're sharing the name of christ even if it's on your on your post and what you like so people do watch people do watch yeah wow 
Well, Mark, this has been phenomenal. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. And you said that English wasn't your first language, and you crushed it. You knocked it out of the park. So thank you. Thank you so I much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, for all of you listening out there, thank you so much uh, for subscribing to the show and listening along. Uh, I know that it really means so much to me, and I cannot thank you enough for just tuning in today. If you don't get anything else from this, just remember this. Jesus loves you, and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you next time.